Hello, and welcome to Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, where saving marriages, saving families, and saving souls is the flavor of the day. Now, let's join our host and author of Marriage Unchained, Catholic Alpha Radical, Jerry Jacobs, Jr. Hello, and welcome to Catholic Alpha Radical Live, the podcast that helps you fix your Catholic marriage, while also giving you winning tactics for marriage problems, girlfriend problems, and intimacy problems for men. But moreover, my main mission is to keep you out of divorce court. And with Marriage Unchained, the art of one flesh, divorce combat coaching is the flavor of the day. While also helping men understand courting, not dating, in the Catholic phase. Why? Because dating is for sex and courting is for marriage. In this 166th episode, boy, we're getting close to that all-important 200th episode, the Holy Lovers series continues with how to save my Catholic marriage when my wife has given up. And today we continue with gift number 27, how premature ejaculation devastates a marriage part two. Plus live calls from you answering your marriage and crisis questions. So get in that cue. Callinstudio.com slash radical one. Please remember to give back and help other marriages by sharing this podcast. And if you are getting value, give it a big thumbs up. Don't wait. Get in that queue for some resolution to your marriage confusion. And so, as we always do, gentlemen, we start our show with a quote, quote, Sexologists state that the curve of arousal in women is different from that in man. It rises more slowly and falls more slowly. The man must take must take this difference between male and female reactions into account, not for hedonistic, but for altruistic reasons. There exists a rhythm dictated by nature itself which both spouses must discover so that climax may be reached both by the man and by the woman. End quote. St. Pope John Paul II, book, love, and responsibility. Bam. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me to help you in yours. Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern, for some resolution to your marriage confusion. So, all right. So today... Um, how to save my Catholic marriage is the radical brand. We're talking about the Holy Lover gifts, and uh, this gift is gift number 27, um, part two. Um, and today, a holy uh, gift 27 it states a holy lover is not a premature ejaculator. So that might hurt some guys' feelings, and I am so sorry, you know, because hey, I had to go through it, I went through it many, 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 many years. 
um, in my marriages before marriage, you know, during marriage. And it's just, uh, it's not as bad as ED. I don't think anything is bad as that when it comes in the sex, the sexual, um, when making love, but man, premature ejaculation is pretty close, <laughs> you know? And so what we're going to do is understand what that means. Also, before we do that real quick, just to review from yesterday, like what is a holy lover and the 33 and the 33 gifts of a whole holy lover? A lot of, you know, that is an undefined term because why? I created it. I created for Catholic Alpha. I created for the Catholic Alpha Marriage Program. And I recreated it to separate me from others. Um, and so a holy lover is something that you as a husband should be trying to, I ask that you strive for to be, to be great as a, 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 a Catholic, as a man of faith, be the man that God created you to be. And second, the second part of being a holy lover is to be the husband that your wife needs. Now, look, I know your wife takes you through a lot of stress because she's broken and a lot of things she doesn't understand, especially when it comes to sex. OK, so that's why it's your job to learn and then teach her. OK, so what are the gifts of a holy lover? So the gifts of a holy lover are 33 gifts, points tasks, whatever you want to say. I call them gifts because they are a gift. Your wife should be feel privileged, should feel honored, should feel truly loved to be able to have this sort of love bestowed up on her. So that's why they are gifts. And I have created 33 of them. So I've went through 26. So if this is your, <laughs> if this is your first podcast or you've been listening to me only for a month or so, or two or three months or something, then you behind. And the way you get caught up is you go to, uh, you can go to my, my blog at catholicalpha.com and you can start with the Holy, uh, you can start with the, um, the Holy Lover Gifts that starts at number one and go all the way up. Or you can go to uh, a lot of you watch me on YouTube. So you can go to YouTube and there's my channel, Catholic Alpha Radical Live. And you can go ahead and start with episode probably 49 or 48, probably 49. And that goes through the first series we did when I went once I went live. It's called the things that uh about divorce, the 33 thing. I forgot 30, 30 things that your wife um about divorce, you know, uh, all that you know they're just gonna that your wife wants 33 reasons how you know your wife wants a divorce. And then we move into the gifts, and that starts with number one. So look, I got a lot of content, it's all good stuff. I've been told that many, many times, and so it's a gift. It's it, if you should feel honored. And, and thankful that you have something that you can go to uh, when you do have a marriage problems. So that is what a holy lover is. So now let's skip down and understand what our subject about today is. And our subject today is what? Premature ejaculation. A lot of people don't like saying words like premature ejaculation. A lot of people don't like saying words about or saying orgasm. A lot of people don't like saying climax. A lot of people don't like saying that when it comes to sex because everybody's two-faced. But we are grown and we are Catholics and we are Christian men and we are men and we've got to understand what these terms mean, erectile dysfunction and all that kind of stuff. We got to understand the female orgasm. We got to understand these things so that we can learn how to satisfy our wife so that she becomes a complete woman so that she's happy, 
so that that she uh, cooperate with she cooperates with you um, in the bedroom, outside the bedroom, in your marriage, when it's raising the kids. If your wife does not feel connected to you, if she does not feel close to you, she will not. She will always combat you. She will always confront you. She will always get in your face. She won't. She will avoid you. Your marriage will not be close. Does any of that sound familiar, gentlemen? Okay. And so this is why you hear me say that the first thing that every husband should be doing every single day is giving his life away through what? Through prayer warfare, through, through, through spiritual warfare, through prayer, suffering and sacrifice and fasting and things like that. And the second way that you can combat that um, is to keep this thing in your marriage is the second most important thing in marriage is what is the marital embrace. The marital embrace is important. Why? Only because it's important to women. Women must have emotional connection before they, you know, they really care about you and they want to spend time with you and they want to make love to you and they want to, they want to, you know, not argue and fight with you. Okay. This is why these two things are so important. And so one of the most critical things when we're talking about the marital embrace is can you as a man last long enough so that your wife is sexually satisfied for that sex session? Now, look, that might be a little raw. But sometimes we got to say it out loud. And even and that's just not how I, the saints talk like that, too. The more doctor of the church, St. Alphonse Gori, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, they ask questions like that, too, so that we can answer the question. OK, and so my job today and yesterday and maybe tomorrow is to try to educate you and help you to understand what premature ejaculation is how it harms your marriage, and most of all, how it harms your wife, which if it harms your wife, it's going to harm your marriage, okay? So the best thing to do is get your ego and throw it out the door, let your pride go, and don't be talking to yourself like, oh, well, my wife says our sex is good. Don't ever say that again. Do not ever say that again. My wife says our sex is okay. My wife says she's satisfied. My wife says um, that, oh, there's no problem. And our man, you know how many times I heard that crazy mess? Guys come to me all the time. Oh man, our we, our sex life is great. Man, if your sex life was great, what you talking to me for? I just told you the two most important things in marriage are prayer and the marital embrace. And most almost every single guy that comes to me, 99% of them, those two things are the problem. The top problem. That's why I say, even I don't say that. <laughs> I don't. You know why? Because I say stupid stuff like that. I get complacent. Well, she said, that's okay, so I ain't got to worry about that. See, that's how men think. We think crazy like that sometimes. No, that's how we all think all the time. Oh, well, she said, that's cool, so I ain't got to worry about that. Man, think about it. Marriage is complicated, man. Marriage is very, very complicated, man. It's never just one thing. It's never just one thing to keep your wife happy. It's never just one thing to keep your marriage good. It's never just one thing. But what do guys do? Oh, well, I got that problem solved, so I move on. Guys go through my program. Well, I guess I ain't got to do that no more. See, that's, that's just, that's crazy. You've got to keep pushing the envelope. One of the holy lover gifts is a holy lover never stops in his pursuit of sainthood and, uh, and perfection and holiness. You know why? Because when we stop, we get complacent. That's why people have marriage problems, because they get too freaking comfortable with each other. 
They get too comfortable. And you look up 20, 30 years down the road and you ain't got, you don't even talk to each other. You ain't got nothing in common. You don't hardly talk. And you definitely ain't making love. And you want, well, what happened? What is, what is what's happened is because y'all got too comfortable with each other. The man stopped feeling passionate about his wife. And so she starts thinking, well, guess he don't really care. So I just do what I want to do. Your wife will have sex with you even in menopause if she knows you love her because then she'll make it a priority. But if you ain't worth a damn, why should she even try? Okay? You are the leader. You are the one that the family grows off of. And if you don't realize that by now, man, you got a problem. And you're going to have a problem. So this is why it's important. Don't tell yourself that, oh, I'm good in bed because you ain't. Because you ain't. And, and if you are, you should be saying, you know what? How can I be better? See, that's the sm- that's the man. That's how a real man thinks. Oh, I got a good relationship with God. Man, how can I make that relationship better? Man, my marriage is great. How can I make it legendary? How can I make that marriage better? Man, I'm a good lover. I'm a pretty good lover, man. Well, how can I make, but, but man, how can I be better? How can I, how can my wife just love me and know that I love her more than anything in the world? That's what you got to push the envelope. And it really gets into my crawl, especially the guys that go through my program. Had a guy yesterday talking about, well, you know, I guess I ain't got to do that no more. Everything's fine. You know, you know, what? Dude, marriage is complicated. It takes habits to get your marriage right. And you got to do the same stuff to keep it right. Guys got this. Well, I solved that problem. Next problem type of mentality, man. And women, that's not how they roll. Women are not robots. You have to. Women look at it like this. That's why I want to divorce your butt because you take me and you think I'm some kind of robot or something and you can just fix me and then I can just you can just go and ignore me again and go on about playing your video games and going to the golf course and, and at your job 16 hours a day and neglect me again. Women ain't stupid, man, especially once they know your game. They especially once they know your game, they ain't stupid no more. They go, you know what? You know, uh, that's why when a, when a wife tells you I want a divorce. When a wife tells you, I want a separation. When a wife tells you to move to a separate bedroom. When a wife gets another man. When a wife tells you uh, tells you to leave. She ain't playing with you no more. She's done playing with you. But what do guys do? Sit before me all the time. Well, man, I got to go think about it. Man, this is the fight of your life. You got to go think about it. Your wife just told you, I, I'm, I'm trying to leave you. I got to think about it. Well, you go think about it. Don't come back to me because you ain't got the heart for it. See, that's how you got to when it's when it's time to make a play, it's time to make a play. You can't sit on a bench and then wait for the coach to put you in and be like, OK, I'm ready. No, you got to be ready before it's time. And so women, once they know your game, that's why they take you. When your wife asks for a divorce, she doesn't really mean I want a divorce. What she really means is you're a jerk. I'm done with you and I'm done trying. So I'm going to make you go through all this stuff. To prove to me that you're not going to treat me like a jerk anymore once we co- once I come back to you. That's real simple, ain't it? It's simple, but it's hard. All right? So let's get serious now um, and get on track what we're talking about. So today we're talking about premature ejaculation. This is part two. So what are the two definitions of, of, of premature ejaculation? Just like we talked about yesterday. Uh, if you want to get more into depth about these first four questions we're going to go over and more in depth about the, the part of premature ejaculation and all the other stuff surrounding it, listen to episode 165, which was from yesterday. You have to go to YouTube to see it because the, the, uh, 
the the it won't be out on audio form and on my website until next week. But you can go to YouTube and check it out to you know after this podcast or whatever. All right. So there are two definitions for premature ejaculation. There's the textbook version, and then there is the holy lover version. Okay, the textbook definition is um, that um, a husband loses control before his wife is able to achieve one sexual peak, one orgasm. I don't say orgasms a lot on you know on my podcast because people get all weird and stuff. So when you hear me say sexual peak, that's what that means. So that's it. That means that a man cannot maintain control or his urge, his urge to ejaculate is so strong, he cannot even last two minutes, one minute, 20 minutes, 30 minutes or nothing. OK, that is bad. So that's why the quote you heard me read by St. Pope John Paul II talks about this specific thing that women will start to feel. If they don't have uh, sexual peace, they will start to feel that their husband don't love them. They don't do it on purpose, man. It's just an act. If you haven't figured it out yet, women go on your actions. They'll put up with the, your mouth for a while. Oh, baby, I love you so much. Oh, baby, I want to take care of you for life. Oh, baby, oh, baby. Yeah, they'll put up with that for a while, but as they get older and more experienced, they go, man, they're not listening to what your mouth say. They listen to your actions. And so when you, if you're making love to them, if you're married, when you're married, you're making love to them and, you know, you lose control in five minutes and she's like, like okay, well, well, I guess that's over. You know, and another thing, too, most wives, they're not going to tell you a bad lover. That's why you told me you heard me. That's why I said earlier, do not say that ever again. Do not say <laughs> that my wife said we that's no problem. Don't ever say I'm, I'm a good lover because you don't know that because why the judge of that is your wife. And if she most women are not going to tell you the truth in this area. You know why? Because they love you. They don't want to hurt your feelings and they don't want you to leave. Simple, dude. It's simple. Okay. This is why I teach all men. You have to learn how to count your wife's sexual peaks when you make love. Stop getting to yourself. Stop getting to yourself. Learn how to count your wife's sexual peaks so that you know what's going on. Okay. And women can fake it on you too, but they can't fake five. They can't fake 10. They can't fake 20. They can't fake 30. Okay. This is what I'm saying. All right. So the more accurate definition of premature ejaculation and the more accurate and the most and the more uh, uh, more and the more than the and the, the, the one that really corresponds with the needs of your wife is this one. A husband remains in control until his wife has achieved all of the sexual peaks she needs for that sex session. Is completely different than not even getting one. Okay. I have guys all the time, their wife would tell them, Well, I had one, I'm good. See, women, and I try to tell them, women don't know what they need. They might know what they want, but they don't know what they need. Remember, we talked about yesterday the reason you're making love to your wife is not just for pleasure. And not just for procreation, you're making love for your wife, too, for unity, for one flesh, to bond with God. OK. And also you're making love for your wife to get rid of your wife's inhibitions. The wall that she has built up over the years from sleeping with other men, from being raped, from being abused, from being verbally abused, from having two, three marriages that didn't fail. 
And if you don't know about these things, man, you're going to go into sex thinking, well, we just here to have a good time. Yes, you are there to have a good time along with the other things I mentioned. But one of the most number, the, the second most important thing in that is you've got to understand that you're ha- you're making love to your wife this way to get rid of her pain, her inhibitions, her walls. OK, now. Good. So I hope you understand that. So at first break, as we come with our first break real quick, we'll be back. Stay with me. I know this is kind of a little complicated. You guys have never heard nothing like this before. I really don't care. Open your mind, lose your pride, and try to understand that when when somebody puts something in front of you, maybe just maybe if you analyze it, it might be correct. And I promise you, this is correct. Okay, so um, how we gonna have we gonna have a good time today? I'm gonna try to run through this stuff real quick. I'm gonna try to only have two episodes, but it'll probably go one more, which will be tomorrow. So anyway, I hope you guys have a good time. Stay with me. I'm excited. Bam. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a plan tailored specific to your marriage and situation. I've helped hundreds of men in their marriages. Allow me the chance to help you using my personal and gained experience. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior coaching for your marriage. Again, SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. That's SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com to become the man God created you to be and the husband your wife needs. Lastly, I always get the question, why don't you help women? And I always answer them, I do. So for all of you beloved wives out there that want to reignite that feeling of emotional closeness and complete love from your hubby, consider marriage coaching and visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an improved marriage within 30 days. All right, fellas, we back. Glad to see I still got some folks here, which means, hey, they, they want to rock. So we're going to do this. So look, real quick, real, real quick, um, we're going to go over, uh, we're going to go, we're going to um, go into some answer, some question answers that will help you understand how premature ejaculation can harm our wife, harm your wife thereby creating a lack of emotional closeness in your marriage. Remember, for women, emotional closeness is everything. It's really almost above God. That's why women have this instinct when it comes to the faith. They are very emotional. It's a great thing. Sometimes they use it in the wrong way. But, hey, that's another blo- another uh, podcast for another day. But you've got to understand how important an emotional connection is for women. Okay? That's why they got to talk to somebody all the time. They need, they need validation and support and stuff. And this is why... You know, if you if you you you've got to understand what women need, you got to understand your wife, her body, her 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 psyche, and all these kind of things, man, so that you can keep an eye on stuff. And so, if you if you if you need help with that, go to SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com, set up an appointment with one of my coaches, um, and you'll and and um you know, and then you'll be working with me later, and then you know we'll start rocking this for you, help you get your life back together. Okay, um, so now let's hit this. Again, 
uh, so we, we're going to go over 11 questions and answers, but we did three yesterday, so I'm not even going to go over those, okay? If you want to hear those, then what you do is you go listen to episode 165 on my YouTube channel, okay? It's on the live. Just go over there. Go to my YouTube channel, Catholic Alpha Radical Live, and hit the live link. Hit the live link on the page, and you'll see episode 165 right there, okay? So... Let's go. Let's go. So first question for the day is, as a husband, how important are you to your wife's completeness as a woman and how can you fulfill her every need? OK, so first. A husband must a husband must not be lazy and he must be curious about the moods, feelings, trauma and fulfillment of his, of his wife at all times. He must never neglect her. There's nothing worse than a lazy lover in the bed. It ain't. I don't care if it's a man or a woman. Okay, women can afford to be like that a little bit because they're the receivers. But if you got a lazy lover that's a man and a lazy lover that's a woman, you got a problem. <laughs> you got a, a real problem. And so what you got to do is talk to that person and say, hey, you're a lazy lover. I need a little bit more out of you. We need to make this work. And, you know, and you got to be able to start to have to have the conversations with uh, about intimacy with your wife. Okay, it's very important that you learn how to do that. And when your wife tells you something, her true feelings about something, be approachable. Don't get upset. Take notes and 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 start trying to fix it. Okay. So next, your wife must feel loved and feel she is uh is his top your top priority at all times. Women are high maintenance. Okay. You as a husband must realize that sex and intimacy is not about your fulfillment, but that of your beloved wife. In order to remove his wife's sexual frustration and a feeling of incompleteness as a woman, he must place himself last in every facet of intimacy and the marital embrace and their marriage. Remember, you are the pursuer. Your wife is the pursuee, like I like to say. Okay, so she expects you for the rest of your life. And I'm sorry, it's not fair, but it is what it is. You kind of made that promise when you got married that I'm running and you chasing me. So. I'm sorry, fellas. That's the kind of mindset you got to have. She's number one. She's got the gift. You want the gift. So you got to do things to get the gift. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just what you got to do. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Next, he must understand his sacrifice through unselfishness, through prayer and penance and patience and knowledge of what his wife needs is paramount if he is to remove all inhibitions in her life and help her reach her sacred self which will free her to be the wife he needs, spreading his love to his family and environment. The problem with, with a lot of us men is we don't want to do the work. We want this special marriage. We want this special sacred self. And, and we want a special sex life. And we want all these great things, but we get lazy and don't want to work for it. And when you act like that, then everybody around you just kind of goes, well, he don't want it bad enough. You know, that's why I don't talk a man when a man comes to when a man comes and sits before me and we have our first uh, session, our first free session that like when I, if you go to save my dot com, I don't try to I hear this dude's story and I don't try to convince him to do nothing. I just say, hey, man, here's the program. This is how much it costs. What you going to do? Because I don't believe in trying to try to convince a man to save his marriage. If I got to convince you to save your marriage, you're just going to come on my program and screw it up. Then my program is going to have a bad reputation. <laughs> okay. So that's why I'm, you know, if you ain't got the heart for, for marriage, man, you should never got married, but you did. So now you got a man up. 
Okay. All right. Next, number five. Why is sex more important for women? Oh, this is a good one. Why? Because women are receivers. They're nurturers. They want to. They want to. It's in them naturally to nurture the children and nurture you. So more emotional because of the natural law. And sex affects women emotionally, psychologically, and spiritually. You've got to understand that. That's why sex is more important for women. They are receivers. They're emotional. It affects them different. Okay. And so it affects them more deeply than it does a man. I'm not saying men that's that the marital embrace cannot affect you deeply. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is for most women, it's a lot deeper than that because that helps to nurture you, the children and love you and spread your love and know that you care. This is why you must become a world-class lover so that your wife really believes deep side in her heart that you love her and her soul, that you love her more than anything. And see, a lot of guys think, well, I don't need all that. Well, maybe you don't, but I'll tell you what, your marriage ain't going to be right. Women, if your wife is out talking to other women, this is this is the one of the first clues. If your wife is talking to her best friend all the time about, you know, about y'all, if your wife is talking to her parents and her siblings and her friends at work, dude, that means she's unsatisfied. That means she's she's unhappy or maybe not unhappy, but maybe some some things are wrong. She got problems that she feels she can't contact you about it. See? See how it all works together? This is why this stuff is complicated. And if you don't have the knowledge to do this, you know, then we're, we're going to be failures as husbands. And this is why we got to get off our butts and do what it takes to, to, to make our wife feel the way she needs to feel so that she ain't talking to her best friend in the whole world. First of all, you should be her best friend. First of all, but I know all the time that, that that's not happening and that that takes work once you understand that you need to be, but that's a project in, in you know, in, in, in waiting. Okay. Okay. So that's why sex is more important for women. All right. Next number six, why for the most part are men so inadequate at lovemaking? Well, because we're born selfish. Because of the fall and concupiscence. Men really were all born selfish, men and women, because after Adam and Eve used to be used to get together, be get along perfectly. They were perfect one flesh. They were perfect in one with God. And then the fall happened and all of that went away. So if you understand that about your wife and about yourself, then what can happen is you, you, you might, you know, people that say, well, I'm not selfish. Yeah, we are you, that's in us. I'm not saying that you you know that you can't work to 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 uh to drive selfishness out of your body and out of your soul. I'm not saying you can do that, but most of the time we are selfish. So when we get married and we start making love to our wife, we're focusing on us and what you know our pleasure and what we want and what we need, and we forget that we have a a, a, a this beautiful diamond, this beautiful you know jade un- underneath us or next to us. That is fragile and is and, and needs us. We forget about that. We forget about that. We get caught up in our own self, and that is called egoism. And when you bring egoism in your bedroom, you will fail. Yeah, when your wife is young and stuff, you know, yeah, she might give it to you whenever you want stuff. But even them young girls, man, they get tired real quick these days. Why? Because they just they go get they go uh, divorce you and give it to somebody else. So. That's one of the things that we can't run our homes like our forefathers and our father's fathers and our grandfathers and all that. You know, we can't run our homes like that. You've got to run your home by being a leader, the man God created you to be, 
so that your wife knows that you love her. You have a strong emotional connection and she will, she, you and her work together. She'll listen to you. She'll be your, she'll be your, she'll cooperate with you. You guys will work together as a team. She'll allow you to make, well, uh, she'll allow you to run your home while she takes care of the children. See, that's how it, ha- that was, that's how it has to work these days. And I'm telling you, it works. It really does. It really does. Okay. Number seven, why do men focus more? Um, so, um, men are born selfish and conditioned after birth to be selfish. And the I is more important than the we or the you. They are not taught about intimacy and learning from winging it. The concepts, concepts of authentic masculinity are not given to us as we grow up. Today, men are not taught how to be men anymore. You know, used to be it was honorable to, to not be selfish. It used to be honorable to give your life away. Now today is nobody's like, man, that's that's for suckers, right? That's what you hear all the time, or some version of that. And so, men, we have to retrain ourselves to serve, to have the serving mindset, and it works. Okay. So, number seven, why do men focus on themselves during the marital embrace instead of their wives? Well, again, men are not taught or conditioned these days to control ourselves, right? Men just lose all control, like just like, you know, same-sex attracted, same-sex attracted men. They're not called to control themselves at all. They're not called to be the best version of themselves as a man, to be an example for other little boys and other young men, are they? No, a lot of heterosexual men these days are not taught how to be men. We're taught what is about you and what you want. You know, and whatever you want to do, if that's what you want to do, you're not a hero. You're not an example. You're not nothing to anybody. So you can just do whatever you want. And guess what, gentlemen? That is from what? All together in unison. That is from hell, isn't it? Yes, it is. Okay. Men are called to, we are called to control ourselves on in every facet of our lives, just like who? Our Lord did. And once we learn that, then we get it. We you get a sort of peace through that. Like I am, I cannot go lose control. I can't lose control on my wife. I cannot lose control on my children. I cannot lose control at home, uh, uh, at work. I cannot lose control on my friends. I have to remain as a man in control all the time. And women do not understand that, do they? Women do not understand that men. We go from the time we wake up in the morning to the time we go to bed at night. We are called by this society to control ourselves. And it's hard, isn't it? It's hard to do that 24 hours a day, seven days a week for, the, for your whole life. But women, they're not called to do that, are they? They're not. They don't, do they? They do whatever, you know. Um, you know, I had a, uh, you know, I had a wife tell uh, 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 one of my clients, you know, that she wanted to do something kind of crazy because is this what I want to do? And I don't care what you think. See, that's crass selfishness, ain't it? You got a partner here that's trying to love you more than anything. He's trying to work with you and you tell him you don't care what he thinks. We're going to do what I want to do. See, that's complete and utter selfishness. Yep. See, y'all think I don't understand the problems of women. I really do. They got a lot of problems, but they ain't called to, they ain't, they ain't responsible for that house. You are. So I got to get you right so you can get her right. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, um, so also emotion and the, so why do men focus more on themselves during the mental embrace instead of their wives? Another reason because emotion and the way we feel is the way we're brought up these days. Men are not taught what sex truly is, 
why it is important, and how intimacy inside and outside the bedroom can enhance his relationship with God, his wife, and his family. This is why it's important, gentlemen, to bring God in your bedroom. Pray at our Father. Pray a rosary. After you make love, before you make love, during making love. I don't care. But God needs to be in that bedroom. Why? Because your intimacy will go outside this world if you do. Once, And then also once you learn what intimacy is truly about, it will even take it even further. Okay? I tell men all the time, you don't need me to get your wife back. Any man in this audience can get your wife back. Hell, I got my first back wife back three, four times. You know what you need me for? To keep her there forever. That's what you need me for. Because how many times have you and your wife got into it, she packed her bags and left, or you packed your bags and left, and then you come back, and then guess what? Same stuff is good for two weeks, then it starts over again. That's a cycle, ain't it? So how you must act. See, this is why this is what a smart man does. This is what a true man does. This is what the authentic man does. This is what a man of courage does. This is what a holy man does. He looks at himself and he goes, man, how can I stop that craziness? <laughs> this is crazy. My kids are all up in arms. She keep leaving and coming back. We argue and fighting all the time. Sometimes, sometimes people don't even argue and fight. They just, she just leaves. You know, you got to ask yourself, how can I get my wife to stay happy and not want to ever leave me again? That's what you need a marriage coach for. Okay, because look, most men, they got, you know, when it comes to your wife, you got the you got to get you got a golden tongue because she's connected and bonded to you. She'll listen. She'll listen to you and she'll come back. Well, he's going to change. He's going to be different this time. Yeah. I told my wife, I told my first wife that many times. I thought I was going to change. I thought I was going to do better. I thought it was going to be different. But she came back. Everything was good for a month or two. Look, I look up again. Six months later, she gone again. I got to call on the Indian. My wife was Native American. So I had to call on any reservation because you just can't walk. I mean, I could just walk out there, but most people just don't walk out there on any reservation. But my well, that was like a thousand. 1,500, 1,200 miles away. So I call my wife. Baby, where you at? I'm in my mama's house. What you at your mama's house for? Because you're a jerk and you don't love me and I'm sick and I ain't coming back and the kids with me. Oh my God, girl, again, would you just bring my family back? <laughs> it's going to be different. I promise you, I'll do better. <laughs> she come back six months later, a year later, it happens again. Because I didn't change. She didn't change. We didn't know what to do. Okay? So this is a good lesson that, yes, any man can talk his wife back because he has a golden tongue. She loves him. And she has hopes. But eventually, all women get to the point of, I am not coming back. I don't care what you say until I see drastic changes in you until you get yourself. I have women tell their men that all the time. You need to work on you. And leave me alone. <laughs> okay. So next, number eight. Oh, we're doing good today, y'all. Number eight. Why can't the ultimate goal for a man during the mental embrace be to orgasm or have a sexual peak? Okay. Why? Because it keeps the focus on self. 
is when you're making love to your wife, you're just thinking about you. And I hear guys say all the time, well, before I get mine, I make sure she gets hers. Yeah, but is she really getting hers? How do you know that? Yeah, you know, uh, this is why you've got to learn how to prolong your sex sessions. That's why premature ejaculation is so harmful because we get all excited. We focus on ourselves. We think we're focusing on our wives, but we really ain't. And then we look up, we lose control. Oops, baby, I'm so sorry. And then, of course, you know it's over for at least if you're young, it's over for 20 minutes and you can start again. But most women, they want once once that happens, they just ready to get up and go wash the dishes or something, you know. Um, you know, oops, you know, you say you're sorry, you know, but that, you know, after 10 times of that, you know, she ain't healing you no more. Another thing, a husband forgets that sex is not about him, but about God and his wife. That's a mindset change right there. That's a mindset change. Sex is about my wife. Sex is about God. Remember the very reason that any of us are even here is because God, the Trinity was so happy within himself and content within himself he wanted to give all the love, his love to creatures, angels and humans. So he created us. And so why? So that we could procreate unity, sex, one flesh, emotional connection, can create more souls, send those souls back to God so that all of us can spend eternity in pure bliss, contentment, and in the beatific vision with our Lord God himself and the Holy Spirit and all the saints. This is the problem with feminists. They do not understand that and they get they have been taught that I'm not a baby machine. Well, you are a baby machine. But guess what? You're the best baby machine in the universe. <laughs> Cuz God has a purpose for you. He loves you and wants you to be the best version of yourself for him so that you could spend that life in eternity with him. And guess what? You have five babies, 10 babies, 15 babies, 20 babies, and those souls come back to God too. Just think of your, your level of heaven, where you're going to be. This is a privilege. We are given the privilege to procreate. It is a God-like act. And we should be privileged that our Lord give, has given us that power, especially men and women. This is why people... People reject, don't understand sex because they think that it's just about, well, my pleasure. Of course it is too, but you've got to understand the bigger picture. The bigger picture is sex must be pleasurable. Why? So that we and our husband and our wife come together and they create one flesh, which is their children and their children create more and their children will create more. And then, then at the end of time, all of these, all of us go and we be before God. We would not even be here if it wasn't for God's plan. You wouldn't. Try to understand that. Your wife wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. Your mother and father, their parents, your kids, your brothers and sisters, wouldn't any of us be here if it wasn't for God's love, mercy, grace? Okay? So try to understand the bigger picture when it comes to sex. This is why it's important that we include God in our bedroom. It's a thankful kind of thing. It's a grace kind of thing. God, give me the grace to love my wife as she needs to be loved. That's why you say our father, 
when you get when you're making love. That's why you say a rosary when you're making love. That's why you say a Divine Mercy Chaplet or a Hail Mary or whatever uh, 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 spousal prayer that you want to say before, during, or after. The reason why is because you bring that grace into your room. This is why people say you don't be sticking things where they ain't supposed to be. This is why you don't be putting mouths on things where they ain't supposed to be because when we do illicit, lustful things like that, God, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit leave our bedroom. Sorry. That's the way it works. Okay? So, I know I went a little over on that, but sometimes you got to explain things so people really understand the gist of what's happening. Okay? Now, um, another thing that a reason why why the ultimate goal for a man doing the marital embrace cannot be to have a sexual peak for himself is because um, women rise slowly and they fall slowly. So if, as if a husband focuses on his pleasure, he will lose control before she is fulfilled. And so you've got to understand that's why sex is about what your wife, which I'm explaining, I explain, I'm explaining now and why sex is about God, which I just explained. Okay. You are the last person that sex is for because you're think about it. All men, most of us for the for, you know, for we're 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 satisfied real quick, real easy. It doesn't take anything for us. I don't know why God made it that way. I guess he did for us to be more patient, for us to be more loving to our wife and to be patient with her, I guess. But women rise really slow. So if you've heard me say, if a, if you as a husband, if you're if you're losing control in less than 20, 30, 45 or an hour and your wife has not orgasmed yet, you know, you are, um, you know, you're not fulfilling her at all. And a lot of times too, you got to understand when a woman is, has inhibitions or she believes she's frigid, you know, everybody knows what frigid, frigidity is, right? You know, a wife, a woman believes she can't have a, a sexual peak. Okay. But there's no woman on the planet like that. All women can have a climax, every single one of them. But guess who it depends on? It depends on her husband. This is why if you hear me say, if you're if you don't know how to count your wife's sexual peaks, you're never going to satisfy her because you don't know when she has one. So you're just going to be thinking, well, she's okay and I'm okay. And your wife, I've had a client, his wife has went years and years and years without having a without uh, having a sexual peak. And he just kept going on and on and on. And now she is so sexually frustrated, so unhappy, so so uh, emotionally depressed. She can't stand him. You can't, you have to learn what this stuff is really about. And premature ejaculation is one of the first things that you must learn and conquer and get it out of your bedroom because it will not go away. It will not go away until you start doing things that will make it stay or that will get rid of it. And one of the things is, you know, we'll talk about that in a minute. So number nine, why is sex the second most important thing in marriage? Woo, this is great. So the marital embrace is the second most important thing in marriage because it fosters and builds and helps maintain emotional closeness, which is arguably the most important thing for a wife in marriage. Simply put, to be a world-class lover requires unheard of discipline. Ah, I'm sorry. 
When have you ever accomplished anything great in your life without discipline? It is one of the greatest virtues. And it is a virtue. Remember, virtue basically means holiness. There are 64 virtues. And as a man, this is why you hear me say one of the holy lover gifts is a holy lover never ceases in his pursuit of sainthood, holiness, and perfection. You know why? Because virtues make you holy. The more virtues you obtain in your life, the more you become like Christ. Women too. Same thing. But we're talking about men. Okay? And so it's important that you that 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 you understand that this is why sex is this important. It's the second most important thing behind what? Behind prayer, of course. You got to have grace. Okay? Okay? So when I'm saying what I'm telling you is to get premature ejaculation out of your bed, you've got to have serious discipline. And you can't be in the bedroom talking about, oh, my God, I'm ready to lose control. It's too late then. You've got to prepare before you go to the bedroom. You've got to prepare before you go to the bedroom to not lose control. And when I say, remember, the holy lover definition of premature ejaculation is your wife has all the sexual peaks that she desires for that session. That could be two hours, man. That could be three hours. That could be four hours. That could be an hour. You don't know that. So this is why it's unheard of discipline. Unheard of discipline. And if you don't have that discipline, your wife is not going to be that woman that you want her to be. She just won't. Okay? Next, simply put, to be a world-class lover, like I said, requires unheard of discipline. And to accomplish this, we must embrace the following. What we put in our mouth. Okay? Stop putting junk in your mouth. When I say don't stop putting junk in your mouth, the only thing you should be putting in your mouth is pure fat water, protein, and you should be fasting. Okay? Leave fruit alone. See, the government don't know what they talked about. They taught you all these bad habits, and you're putting all this stuff in your body, and now you can't man, can't control, and you can't please your wife. Okay? I'm telling you, protein is the way. Protein does all you need to live your life. If you want to have some salad with it, that's cool. But if you have a sensitivity problem, you need to stop eating sugar and carbohydrates and taking all these over-the-counter medicines and taking all these diabetes medicines, all this, this uh, high blood pressure medicines and stuff. You got you to you win yourself off that stuff. Because if you don't, you're going to have ED and you're going to have premature ejaculation because toxicity is what creates uh, premature ejaculation. Okay, this is what I'm saying. You got to do the work outside the bedroom, which is intimacy with your wife outside the bedroom. And you got to prepare your body outside the bedroom. If you wait till you get in the bedroom and try to fix stuff, you you already lost. <laughs> okay, you helping that. Go to SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com. Got to help you. Okay, next, the mental mindset to sacrifice wants, desires, and needs for that of our beloved wife during the marital during, during and before the marital embrace. You have, must have a mindset to sacrifice your wants, your desires, and your needs below that of God and your wife. If you don't have that mindset, you're going to fail as a world-class lover. You just are. You just are. Okay? Next, and the knowledge and to know why we're doing these things. Remember, which is to get rid of all of our wife's inhibitions and deep pains she's incurred over her life to, in fact, bring forth her sacred self. Okay, 
Number 10, how does number, the number 10th question is how does what we eat cause or promote premature ejaculation? Talked about that a second ago. We're going to go a little deeper. I guess we are. So what we eat can cause premature ejaculation. Our diet is everything when it comes to our sexual health and our mental and bodily health in general. People, if you're having migraines, people, if you're having health issues, if you're having all that stuff, whatever it is, mental issues, you got OBCD and PCP and GFHS and all these acronyms that they come up with in the psychology work today. You got all these problems. First thing you do, the first thing you do before you start getting doped up is you stop fasting, you change your, you start fasting, I'm sorry, you start fasting, you change your diet to what I said earlier, and you cleanse, you go on a 10-day a, a fast with a master cleanse, and you, you clean all that crap out of your body, guess what? And you start doing the sacraments of the Catholic Church. You get baptized. You go to Mass every Sunday. You go to adoration with the Eucharist. You go to confession. Um, you you uh, you get the whole, you know, you, you start indulging the sacraments of the church. And 99% of your problems will go away. If after all of that, things still ain't right, then you go see a doctor. Then you go see a psychiatrist. Then if you won't get doped up. But even then, it should only be temporary. To wing your, you know, you get the help you need, and then you will start to wing yourself off. Because if you don't, these medications will cause cancer. These medications will give you diabetes. These cancers will give you migraine headaches and give you tumors in your head. Okay? This is how you do it. You always take care of your stop letting doctors and psychiatrists run your life. Sacrifice a little bit, suffer a little bit. Get your take responsibility for your own health a little bit. Believe it or not, doctors will respect you more. Psychiatrists will respect you more because when you come to them, you're gonna say, you're gonna say, Doc, you know what? I've been having this problem. You know, I started fasting. I started going to church more to improve myself. Um, I started I changed my diet, and you know what? I've done all I can do, Doc. Now I'm asking you to uh, to diagnose me and let me know what's wrong. That's how you do it. Then once you go to the doctor, you know for sure that you are seriously sick and you need help and you got it. It might be an emergency situation or something. But if you don't do anything before you go, you just walk up in the doctor's office. Oh, this, uh, you know, the doctor's going to be like, okay, man, go do this and this and come back. <laughs> okay. Because he ain't going to know what's wrong if you don't do the stuff. And one of the main things you do is you get all this toxicity out of your body. I don't care if you're 120 pounds as a man. I don't care if you're 175 pounds in a man. You slim, you got all these muscles, and you got a six-pack, or 300, 400, 500 pounds. It's all the same. Built, uh, built men, they get cancer too, just like fat men do because of toxicity. And every, every man, every body, every man has a different tolerance for sickness, for disease. Okay. This is, the, this is the secret that nobody will tell you. Why? Because you can't make money off of it. What I just told you for the last 10 minutes, you can't make money off of that. That's why you don't hear about it. Oh, I'm going to cure myself? I'm going to let my body heal itself? Of course. Yes, that's what, that's what they used to do before all these, med all these drug companies came along. The doctor would bring you in. He would say, this, this, and this. Oh, just do this. Go fast. Don't eat nothing. Get some rest. And let's see what happens. 
That's what they used to do. Guess what? It worked. <laughs> okay? But guess what it takes? Just like making love to your wife properly. Just like being a world-class athlete. Just like being a world-class lover. Just like being healthy. It takes discipline, don't it? Yep, sure does. Okay, sweet. So, um, what we eat causes inflammation and toxicity, which begins to affect our organs, such as our liver, heart, kidneys, lungs. Once this happens, disease, disease is such as diseases such as diabetes, lung disease, liver disease, heart disease, arthritis, cancer, all that stuff. That's what happens. Guys, you got to understand, you don't get cancer by bad luck. Stop believing that crap. You don't get diabetes by bad luck. You don't get a uh, high blood pressure by bad luck. You get we get we these things happen because when we put toxins in our body, those toxins touch are carried by the blood through the blood vessels, through the organs. Then the organs start to break down over years. Your kidneys might once your kidneys break down, then guess what? All the other organs start to try to compensate for that for their kidneys going out. If you get a tumor, the tumor feeds off of sugar. Tumors feed off of sugar and carbohydrates. That's why we get cancer. It's, it's not rocket science. It's not. This is why I tell every guy in my program, hey, man, stop eating sugar and carbohydrates. Oh, man, I got a good diet. Just like the sex thing. Just like the sex thing. We are so hard-headed. Just like the sex thing. Man, I, my diet's good. Okay, what's your diet? Well, I eat two or three cups of fruit a day. I eat uh, all these salads and vegetables, you know, and I eat low-fat food and blah, blah, blah. Dude, uh, you can't eat that stuff. (laughs) Okay? And I'm not talking about necessarily being fat or being skinny. I'm talking about toxicity. Toxicity is what causes, um, toxicity in your body is what causes diseases, man. Toxicity. This is why you hear me say, drink purified water. You drink, if you're 200 pounds, you drink 100 ounces of purified water every day. Guess what that'll do? That'll help clean that stuff out. That'll help your kidneys and your liver work better and your heart and all of these, or your organs work better. They will. Okay? You've got to prepare to make love. You've got to prepare to make love, baby. You just can't walk in the bedroom and think you're going to be a world-class lover just like that. It don't work like that. It does not work like that. Okay? Next. So, that's it. Uh, I talked about that. Talked about that. Um, oh, two more minutes, y'all. We're about done. Um, okay. So, question number 11. Why is it unfair to our beloved wife if we are a premature ejaculator? This is a big one. So, as basically stated above, disease is not an accident. It is a result of us neglecting our bodies and what we place in our bodies of years and decades. The medical embrace for our wives is far more important than it is for us men. It highly affects them emotionally, spiritually, and psychologically. Again, women are receivers, and once they give their bodies to us, it most in most cases, their heart, mind, and souls follow. As a holy lover, A husband must realize the importance of the holy caress to his wife and move to never disappoint her in this area. For our wives, sex and the benefits of her having as many sexual peaks as she desires release much of her past inhibitions and traumatic pain in her life, such as abortions, sleeping with other men that are not her husband, a miscarriage, rape, or any kind of sexual abuse or a failed marriage. 
Now, as a husband, you know and hopefully understand these things. We go back to our sexual health. And I must ask, if as a husband we are sick, diseased, have erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, heart disease, diabetes, arthritis, and are, and are in, on any litany of prescribed medications, how are we going to help our wives relieve much of the emotional pain and trauma that has built up over her life? If we are unable to bond with her during the marital embrace, I ask, is this fair? Okay. Okay. Again, our sexual health, premature ejaculation, things like that addresses anything that is harmful to our negativity, affects our ability to make world-class love to our beloved physically or spiritually. And that's why, again, our sexual health addresses anything, I'm sorry, again, because of how the holy caress affects the makeup of our wife with her emotions, her psych her psych her psychological issues, and her connection with God and her soul. And we are we being a true man if we neglect our sexual health, knowing how vital it is to our beloved? So premature ejaculation, fellas, premature ejaculation is a problem. I hope today that I've helped you understand that a little deeper. And I'm not getting on you. I'm being direct because we are hard-headed as men. And we think we know stuff and we don't know stuff. And so we got to get our first thing with a man you got to do is break his ego. And that's why when you go, we're in the military. Every, all of us know that. When you go to boot camp, first thing they do is what? They break your butt down to get your ego and pride out of the way. Then they can teach you. Okay? And that's what I have to do sometimes. Not all the time. I'm not like that all the time. I'm empathetic and sympathetic too because I understand how we are these days. But the main thing is you got to understand that if you allow your ego in your bedroom and you allow your ego in your marriage and, and you allow your ego with your kids, you're going to fail. They're not going to take that these days. They're not. Okay? So we're going to take a break. If that is good, we'll do part three uh, tomorrow. Bam. Woo! Get live Catholic marriage help Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. Live streamed on YouTube, Rumble, Facebook, and CatholicAlpha.com. If you're getting value from this podcast and would like more personal marriage help, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for an opportunity to work with me personally for free. Yes, within 30 days, learn how to become a better husband that attracts your wife back to you. Visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and get a Out plan anyway for the day. So, again, basically, you know me, if you want help, you, you want to get deeper, get into a program to help you fix your marriage, to help you fix all these things we've talked about today and previously, go to SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com and try to understand that you just may need help. It's hard to do things by yourself when you got a lot of these problems. We've got a 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 problems all surrounding you. Okay. It's hard to know how to solve those um, in, in all at once, you know, um, in what order to solve them in and things like that. Okay. And so that's what, that's what uh, Catholic Alpha does. It takes you through a system to help you, um, takes you through a system to help you get to relieve a lot of anxiety, to relieve your depression, to live a lot of things to get you back on track. 
Okay. Um, also about well helping you be a better husband for your wife. And of course, you hear me you know, all the time, as I say, you know, enjoy, you know, enjoy it and improve marriage in 30 days. Get back on track. OK. And thank you guys for standing here with me today. I know uh, I, I get passionate. I get excited. That's just how I am. And I want you because I care about y'all. Even if I don't know your name, I care about you. You know why? Because I care about God and I care about marriages. And this is this is why this is important. This is why this is important. And I want you to, you know, I get passionate and excited about things and I, I get a little aggressive sometimes, but it's not out of meanness. It's out of love. OK. Um, um, so that being said, thank you for hanging out with me today. We're going to tomorrow on tomorrow's show. We're going to uh, wrap this up um, and we're going to get into the effect, like why, you know, we're going to go into the actual things of, you know, uh, why? What will happen to your wife, and how you would know when your wife uh, is suffering from premature ejaculation problems in your in her husband, the, the symptoms and things like that. Um, and you're going to understand um, why premature a little bit deeper of why it's harmful um, and and over over time. Okay, um, and so that that's going to be a, a shorter show. Well, not be the probably be in the same time, but um, that'll close out this gift, the gift number 27. So as we always do, gentlemen, we end with a quote from Pope Benedict XVI, which states, society offers you comfort, but you weren't made for comfort. You were made for greatness. Now go forth, Christian soldier. The spiritual fight is upon you. Fast, pray, and prepare for battle. Thank you for listening in today. If what you heard helped you in any way and you would like more personal attention, visit SaveMyCatholicMarriage.com for superior marriage coaching. And remember to join the Catholic Alpha Radical Live podcast as a caller or listener every Tuesday through Thursday, 10 a.m. Eastern. To join as a caller, dial area code 313 Radical. To join as a listener or view the live stream, visit the Catholic Alpha Radical Live Facebook page or visit CatholicAlpha.com for Catholic marriage help that actually works. Bang!